Thursday, enter the magical world of Santa and his elves. Journey behind the scenes of the making of a movie spectacular. Dudley Moore hosts this holiday special for the entire family, Santa Claus, the making of the movie. Then, take a ride through those thrilling days of yesteryear. Who is that master? The legend of the Lone Ranger. Tonight. Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome back to another episode of Santa by the Minute. The podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985 Santa Claus the movie. One minute at a time. Flawless, perfect intro. It's, you know, 12 weeks in, we're finally figuring it out. So we, this week we are on minute number 12. Yes. We open up with one of the rare, I want to say, funny scenes of the movie. Well, there are more funny scenes, but this I think was an intentional comedian, yes. comedic, comedic act that didn't really go all the way. <laughs> didn't we'll, deliver. We'll talk about that soon. <laughs> so we start off the minute with Dooley telling Patch to take care of the reindeer. Take charge of the reindeer. Hunker, take charge of the reindeer. Boop, take charge of the reindeer. About take charge of the reindeer. This movie takes itself very seriously for a Santa Claus movie. It does. It goes for more whimsy, more fantasy. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of comedy per se. Right. I mean, later in the movie, John Lithgow really goes over the top. And that's funny, you know, when you're an adult. He, he seems like a menacing bad guy when you're a kid. But there's not really a lot of jokes, unlike a lot of the Christmas movies that from our lifetime that have really become traditions. I'm thinking like Home Alone or Jim Carrey's Grinch or Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And this minute has one of the rare comedic scenes, but it doesn't doesn't really get a laugh. Mm-hmm. Something misfires here. It feels awkward. So anyway, this is a this is an age old joke. Mm-hmm. This is like a Three Stooges type of joke here. Basically, you have the authority figure, Dooley. He's, like, assigning a, a menial task to, like, a few bumblers. Mm-hmm. And then it goes down the chain of command. It seems like such an old joke, but I cannot think of any, like, specific examples offhand. It seems like a Three Stooges or a Looney Tunes joke. Hey, clean and press for the Admiral in a hurry. Clean and press for the Admiral in a hurry. Clean and press in a hurry. So anyway, Dooley says, Patch, take charge of the reindeer. Patch turns to the next in line, which is Honka. He says, Honka, take charge of the reindeer. Honka turns to Boog and says, Boog, take charge of the reindeer. And then Boog turns to Vout. <laughs> mm-hmm. These are their real names. Mm-hmm. These are their elf names. And says, Vout, take charge of the reindeer. Mm-hmm. Vout just kind of... And all of them have the same, like, doofus grin on their faces the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, and Vout's like, there's nobody here. Oh, well. And then he runs off. Vout doesn't say anything. I'll be interested to see if Vout says anything throughout the whole movie. Going back to the Seven Dwarves Mm -hmm. analogy, I wonder if he's like the dopey. He doesn't really say anything. He just kind of like points around and smiles and kind of bumbles around the whole movie. Mm -hmm. I think if this, to to be funny, this had to have been turned around on, on back onto Dooley. Wouldn't you think so? Like Dooley would like turn like, then Vout says, you duly take charge of the reindeer. And then Dooley, like, how'd that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it needed more of, like, a frustrated look at the, like, towards the camera. Like, 
oh, they got me again. Yeah. Where it's like the, oh, that's funny because it's like, say, oh, it's Donald Daffy Duck or Donald Duck. Mm -hmm. Someone who always ends up on the short end of the stick is stuck with this cast. And we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know any of these characters yet. So Mm -hmm. I think even in the theater, this didn't even get a laugh. No. (laughs) And there's even a pause for laughter here. Yeah. As you hear um, Vout's jingle bells like tinkling off. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the jingle bells are coming from. Maybe the reindeer... I don't know where they're coming from. Yeah, either. I don't think they have jingle bells on their shoes. <laughs> Something you never thought about no. till we slice this movie up one minute at a time. So yeah, I think that's the uh, rules of comedy. It had to have been, it had to have either gone back on Dooley or like, oh, someone that's already been established as being mm-hmm. like a loser type character. Right. So that's pretty. We we got pretty deep onto this one little joke. I know. So after that part, Dooley welcomes the clauses to their new home the clauses are still confused santa is sitting back down in a sleigh Mm -hmm. like what are you new home what are you talking about there's nothing there and then dually is like look again he's smiling yeah they look again and it kind of like dissolves in into the distance this huge house almost looks like a gingerbread house like there's snow piled on the roof there are little chimneys Mm -hmm. puffing smoke was always here but it can't be seen by just anyone you know and then basically the minute ends as Dooley turns around and says come fellow elves take them to their new home lead and follow follow and lead that's that's an elf thing that's not just a Dooley thing I believe Mm -hmm. Patch does that yeah he just did it in the last minute with Mm -hmm. the young and pretty pretty and young yeah so it's not just Dooley's thing no no that's an elf thing then the minute ends as Patch turns to his buddies I, I'm going to assume Vout took care of the reindeer. Well, yeah, you can kind of see as they're walking down the pathway to the house, the the new home, as Dooley calls it. And you can see that there is an elf. I don't know if it's Vout, but there is an elf kind of guiding the reindeer down the path with all the other elves. I think we're going to have to go back to the footage and see if Vout is amongst the trio you can see an elf alongside the reindeer yeah it's impossible to tell which elf it is yeah you can't tell which elf it is it's too small of a picture but i'll be curious to see if vout is next to the others i wonder where these names originated from honka and vout seem very odd names so in the trio we just have patch and two others I don't see Vout. <laughs> I don't know so, who is who. So we'll assume Vout just is di- di- did what he was told. Yeah. I don't think they were that far from the reindeer, honestly. You know, in the in the grand scheme of the group, I think they're pretty close. They're all pretty close to the reindeer. I think they're probably all doing it. So they're uh, talking amongst themselves, like, "Oh, they're pretty. They're pretty nice. He's nice, don't you think, Patch?" And Patch gives us our second elf pun. <laughs> He, go, he agrees, he says... He's nice, isn't he, Patch? Yeah, I tell you, boys, he gives me a real feeling of elf confidence. I tell you, boys, the man gives me a real feeling of elf confidence. So we have two elf puns within two minutes. Oh, in the book, it says Honka and Vout chuckle obediently. But that's not Vout. No, that's definitely not Vout. So there's, there's a little miss, but I can tell you why there's a miss in a minute. Okay, let me finish my thought, mm-hmm. then you can tell me why that's mm-hmm. a miss. So we have two elf puns, one per minute. Yes. And they're both a pun on the word self. Yeah. Both of them. Last minute we had 
last minute we had elf conscious and now we have elf confidence that's not and that's not even the last elf self pun in this movie and most of them are elf self puns <laughs> there's only so many things that rhyme with elf yeah <laughs> <laughs> now i'm curious if all the elf puns are just elf self puns the ones that i could think of off the top of my head are but we'll talk about it later yeah the more we think about it, it's like wait a second they're all elf self puns <laughs> We touched upon this last week, or uh, in one of our previous episodes, how nondescript all the elves are, except for Patch and Dooley and maybe one or two others. Yep. We have seen this movie countless times over the past 35 years. Mm-hmm. They were just introduced. They, they were just named them off one by one, Vout, Honka, and, and Boog. Boog. And I still don't even know who I'm looking at in this <laughs> shot. We cannot keep them straight at all. Well, I think I can tell to pick Vout out of a crowd. He doesn't yeah. have a beard. He yeah. he hasn't talked yet. Like yeah. I said, he's kind of like the dopey. Yeah. I don't know if he talks at this movie. I don't even remember if he talks or not. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It is. You think there'd be like, you know, you can even tell Smurfs apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while we're talking about these guys, do you want to know a little bit more about them? Sure, go for it. Okay. So, uh, during the whole comedic act at the beginning, you know, where they're passing, kind of like passing the torch down the line, Mm -hmm. in the book, what happens is Dooley says, Patch, take charge of the reindeer. Patch turns to Boog in almost the same motion. You heard him, Boog. Take care of the reindeer. He waved blithely, including himself out. Obediently, Boog began to unhitch the reindeer as Dooley guided Claus and Anya back to their sleigh. Oh, so it doesn't do the Three Stooges style. No, and and they unhook the reindeer, which they do not do in the movie. Because Claus and Anya are riding the sleigh into the home. But in the book, that doesn't happen. So now I'm curious if this was in the script Mm. or if this is something like sort of improvised on the set. It's like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we did that thing where we each Mm. turned around and then nobody's there at the end? Yeah. And then, okay, so I don't know what happened. It's a little different. So I think that is why in the ending shot in the book, it has Vout, but... They don't have Vout in the ending shot here because Vout's taking care of the reindeer, even though in so I think that's the difference because in the book Boog is taking care of the reindeer. Does this happen in the comic book as well? The whole take charge of the reindeer thing. Uh, it's the same as the book. Patch, take care of the reindeer. Take charge of the reindeer. You heard him, Boog. Take care of the reindeer, and then it just moves on. So. It's the same as the book in the comic. Yeah, now I'm curious if this was, like, improvised on the set. Or maybe it was done so Patch didn't seem like like a jerk. Maybe. It's more, like, goofy. It's like, oh, okay. Because they're they're all, like we said, they're all grinning like Mm -hmm. doofuses this entire, like, okay. (laughs) Okay, so uh, after that, now we have um, a little bit more info about each elf. So Patch's right arm man was the elf Boog who had mechanical skills almost as impressive as Patch's own, and he had a ready supply of tools at his belt. And he was always willing to work out a method for producing Patch's latest creative design or brainstorm. Then Patch's second inseparable companion was Honka, whose overwhelming enthusiasm for Patch's every inspiration, however impractical, or joke, however feeble, 
was second only to Patches. Then rounding out the trio was Vout, who trailed behind the others now, a bit slower on the move, both physically and mentally. He was often left in a fog by jokes or ideas that filled the others with sudden laughter or excitement, but Patch liked him for his unshakable good humor, and Vout liked being part of Patch's constant boil of activity. So it does sound like Dopey. Yeah, yeah. So now you know a little bit more about the boys club and the elves. I feel like if the if they stuck with the origins of Santa for the entire movie, mm-hmm. we would have seen more of the elves fleshed out a bit more. Yeah. Like see how they interact, them having individual personalities. Mm-hmm. That's kind of lost in here because you're like trying to get through, okay, we got to get through Santa's origin to get through 1985 right. New York. Come on. Come yeah. on. Come on. <laughs> we got to rush through the building of Santa. Because I'm, I'm convinced, I know they deny it, but I'm convinced they had two Santa Claus scripts. It's like, oh man, yeah. we like both of these. Mm-hmm. It's like, should we do the Santa origins? And then we have the sequel right here where it's in modern day New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, put them together. It's like, yeah. both of them? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they were going to film both at the same time. Because I think you could easily flesh out this whole how Santa how the Santa legends came to be. Mm-hmm. And there could have been, like you said, maybe there could be evil elves. Mm-hmm. Maybe there could be a disgruntled elf, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. It, I mean, it kind of leads that way later in the movie that gets patched to leave anyway. So it very well could have been an easy thing to make. You know what I mean? To kind of shift things a little bit. So you want to take a dive into who plays who out of... Honka, Boog, and Vout. <laughs> okay. I'll go down the uh, chain of command. I'll start with, we've already done Patch, of course. We've done Dooley. Yes. We've done Patch. So we get three elf names this minute. So that brings the tally up to five so far. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get too many more named ones. No. There's a handful. Maybe. There's a handful I can think of off the top of my head. But, but we won't get there yet. Nope. So Patch turns to Honka. He's wearing the green beanie. Honka was played by Peter O'Farrell. He's an actor known for 1985's Legend, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland from 1972, and he played a daily prophet photographer in 2002's Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. The Harry Potter wiki refers to his character as Bozo. You're trying to picture it in your head, but it's been a while since I've seen the Harry Potters. Yeah, it has been a little while. I'm sure it was a bit part, but yeah, all the all three of these guys just like we keep saying over and over. Mm-hmm. British character actors, people in the UK are probably like, Oh, I remember him from mm-hmm. that and that and that and that and that. They have like huge resumes, but it's like we have to kinda of, like pick and choose. Like, um, we'll just read read all these titles of stuff we've never heard of. <laughs> we don't know. We didn't grow up with the BBC. <laughs> no, we did not. And I know the other two are are still with us, but I'm not sure if Peter O'Farrell is still with us or not. I don't know. If you guys know, let us know. I hope so. I hope yeah. he's still alive and healthy. Uh, but I had notes on the other two in their uh, in their current projects, but not so much on Honka. So mm-hmm. moving on. So we got Boog. Boog is the one wearing the yellow beanie, according to our notes here. <laughs> he's played by uh, Tim Stern. Um, he, he's still with us, like we said. His most recent movie credit was the 2019 movie called Cordelia. And Vout, played by Christopher Ryan, he has the most uh, things that we may have recognized on his resume. He was both in the 1986 version of Doctor Who and the 2008 through 20, 
10 Doctor Who. He's credited as the characters Commander Stark and General Stahl. Mm-hmm. I, I I read those to you the other day to see if they jogged any memories. Mm-hmm. You should look them up on your phone, see if you... Yeah. Maybe there's a Doctor I, Who wiki. I recognize... Oh, of course there is. I recognize their names, but I can't put a face to it. But it's been a while since I've watched Doctor Who as well, so... Played the character Marshall on a number of episodes of the TV series Absolutely Fabulous. He was the voice of Professor... Percy on the Spongebob Squarepants episode Chimps Ahoy and his most recent acting credit was a movie from last year 2019 called Sill and the Devil Seeds of Ardor. Oh yeah okay sorry I totally just talked right over you because I was got excited because I know exactly who it is. I don't know why I didn't know who Dr. Stahl was from Doctor Who. You recognize him right on site? Yes he's a potato. <laughs> he's <a> potato. <laughs> I think that's his default image, actually. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't, like, that made, ugh, I was so mad at myself for not realizing that's who he was. But anyway, yeah, so cool. But I was going to say, it's like, it's within the realm of possibility. Maybe sometime in the next hundred episodes, wouldn't it be awesome to have a Vendigum on the show? It would be awesome, yeah. So if you can get us in contact with Boog <laughs> or Vout, I'm sure they I'm sure they don't even remember the name of the elf. No, probably not. <laughs> and that is the uh, end of my notes. Okay, well, I have a little bit about um, more, I wouldn't say more detail, but a little bit of detail about their new home that they're walking up to in the end of this minute. Okay, they haven't actually walked into the house yet. No. They're kind of going down the path. You see it in the distance. Yep, this doesn't go into what it looks like on the inside, which I have that later on. Um, but according to the book, a broad pathway marked by fir trees and warmly glowing lanterns led across the snow to the distant village. The village itself was not made up of separate houses, but seemed to be one enormous structure, like a barn home, where they had so recently shared a perfectly normal Christmas celebration. But this structure was something far more remarkable and sophisticated, built on a far larger scale for far smaller people. They could see countless tiny separate eaves and turrets and chimneys protruding everywhere, all thickly frosted with snow like an enchanted gingerbread house. Something about the brightly painted village so cheerfully, so cheerful and perfect and beautiful made Claus think of the toys he made. It was as if he were seeing a toy town brought to life. Donner and Blitzen, being led aside from their traces, gazed at the vision with equal wonder, glancing at each other for reassurance that they actually saw the same thing. I didn't see any trees in the movie. I don't think so. I was about to say that. I didn't see any trees at all. Yeah. Well, at least not leading up to the elves' house. Right. I I think your part of the book also goes in a bit into the next minute. Yeah. As well, because after... I I was going to just start talking about the next minute. I can't do that yet. I don't have any notes. Well, I mean, my book does end with them talking there on the pathway. Okay. And now the million dollar question is the elf confidence pun in the book. 
Yes. Good to know. Yep. And there we go. That is going to wrap up this minute. Any final thoughts? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm excited for the minutes to continue now that we're with the elves and there's so much more to you really look at. It's sad that we've just spent 20 minutes talking about the trio of Patch's friends. And you still don't know who's who? Maybe by the end of this movie. <laughs> I can pa- I can, like, I can pick Vout out of the crowd now. Uh-huh. Now we just have to focus on... Honka and Boo. Yeah. So who's this guy right here in this freeze frame that we're looking at? Okay, he's, well, he's the Boog... one addressing um, Patch right now. So Boog is the one with the yellow beanie, according to your notes, correct? Yes, we had yellow beanie written down for Boog and green beanie written down for honka but vout also wears a green beanie yeah but that's not vout so we have boog and we have honka i think it's more common well i I think i'll get into this later i as they get into the elf compound Mm -hmm. i'm curious what the ratio of bearded elves to clean shaven elves is i think it depends on their job it's curious that (laughs) patch you know he got his name from being so have, having his mind racing in so many places mm-hmm. that he didn't have time to patch his own clothes. Mm-hmm. Getty has time to shave. Mm-hmm. He cleans. Do you think he'd have like the long beard with thing, maybe, like things sticking out of it? Springs or something? <laughs> maybe he just doesn't like face hair. Facial hair. He's also the youngest. According to the book. Dudley Moore was 50 years old. when he filmed this movie and this is supposed to be like the naive youngster of the group so he is supposed to be like the youngest almost yeah like the wide-eyed yes yeah maybe that's why he doesn't have a beard maybe the beard comes with age yeah i mean vout didn't have a beard Mm -hmm. i don't think uh yeah they don't he doesn't, uh, Boog has a little bit of a beard showing, so he could be just a smidge bit older. So we'll talk more about elf beards as right. we go along. <laughs> Who knows what we're going to talk about? <laughs> we don't even know what we're going to talk about half no, the time. We don't. We just kind of, uh, just go, go. go with the flow. Is sort of like the closets. They're like, ah, okay, let's throw our old life behind. We're 100% unscripted. <laughs> these, <laughs> these small men seem to know what they're doing. That's right. Can I also say how Anya is, like, bug-eyed in, like, every shot she's in? I think she's trying to... I think she's trying to figure it out. Yeah, well, I know that, but I also feel like the actress, uh, Cornwall, Judy Cornwall, she must be trying to make the most out of every second she's on camera, because she must know (laughs) her screen time is going to basically evaporate. She's very limited with... (laughs) It's all downhill from here. So she has, like, these... I don't want to... Almost, like, wild-eyed expressions. I know she's supposed to be, like, innocent, but she's, like, always, like... I can't, it, it, the podcast is a great medium <laughs> to see my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, she's definitely over-exaggerating every like, time. Almost to the point in some points where it feels uncomfortable. It's like in some parts it's charming, but at other times, like, like, are you okay, Mrs. Claus? Yes. I, are you okay? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder about her, her, her decision on how to portray this. It's character. like you wonder what's going on in her head. Like, is her sanity starting to go? Because she's just so like bug-eyed. Like, she's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do along with it. But yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that more in the future too. How, how go with the flow the clauses are yes. with all of this. Yeah. They're going to be a lot of like uh, we've been seeing a lot of looking on and off for a couple more minutes. Yeah. So join us for that. I don't even remember what happens in the next minute. Nope. So if you have anything to add, we'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot us an email at SantaByTheMinute at gmail.com, at SantaMinute on Twitter. 
We're also on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can follow our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google. And as always, we post a new episode on Wednesday, and you can listen to every episode for free!